once again, Robert Nauer, or Lieutenant Nauer, talking about Jerry O'Tuttle, the USS JFK, and things I remember. Well, when Captain Tuttle finally left the ship to go to his next command, that is definitely something that I remember, because in my entire Navy time, and that was almost 10 years, I never, ever recalled that after a change of command ceremony, sailors, officers, and chiefs uh, would be dancing and screaming hallelujah and just cheering to see a commanding officer bonged off the ship. But that was the case with Jerry O'Tuttle. He was so disliked and hated by so many officers, chiefs, and enlisted. There were always rare exceptions, those that were kiss-asses and people that would lick his ass or something, but Jerry O'Tuttle was probably the most infamous and hated commanding officer, probably outside of Rickover, <laughs> in the Navy. And I remember when I was in Brest, France, and... I was picking up French francs from the Bank of Paris, which is their main bank, and to do exchanges for currency. And I picked up almost a half a million dollars of French francs. And then when I had to take it back to the bank at the end of our port visit to exchange it, I had to get a taxi to get back to the ship. Because even though they took me there and dropped me off, the uh, ship's vehicle didn't come for me. And Captain Tuttle was getting all pissed off, but Captain Tuttle was also due to get off of the ship. And uh, when he was finally bonged off for the final time, as he was walking down the uh, gangway to go wherever it was he was going to leave, to fly back to the States, cheers erupted when they bonged him off. Captain Tuttle, ding, ding, departing. And I heard cheers. I saw sailors actually dancing like, uh, you know, a country dance, a jig in the, in the hangar bay. They were swinging like square dancers, throwing their hats up in the air. Some sailors actually threw their Dixie cups off uh, over the side of the ship at him as he was walking down the gangway, because he had to go down like a big U-shaped gangway to get to the bottom of the pier. I was actually on my way up the gangway and when all this occurred, and as I'm walking up, I'm, I'm just hearing cheers, like, we're good riddance, we're rid of Captain Tuttle, hooray, hip hip, hooray, no more Tuttle, hip hip, hooray, no more Captain Tuttle, hip hip, hooray. And Captain Tuttle, I remember watching him stop and turn and look up at the uh, officer of the deck and sailors that were cheering and shooting him the bird. And yeah, actually, a lot of sailors were actually flipping Captain Tuttle the bird. I, I wanted to, but I, I just didn't want to get in trouble for doing that, being that disrespectful. But that's one of those stories that just you remember, you will never forget how hated a commanding officer could possibly be 
to be because normally when you leave a ship like I left my last ship, I was so loved by most of my crew for protecting them, helping them, and nurturing them that uh, I had sailors crying, honestly crying. I had a black first class that had followed me to Guam because he was in my previous command and he wanted to know where I was getting transferred to because he wanted to go there too. And when I got there, or rather when he got there, and he found out that I was um, getting out of the Navy, his, his heart and hopes were dashed, and he was just in tears that I was leaving. That's because you're a beloved officer. But not so with Captain Tuttle. They were cheering and shooting in the bird and saying, Fuck you, Tuttle! And I, I just never could quite unforget that infamous departure from a Navy ship. I mean, you really have to be fucking hated by your crew in order to have your sailors flip the bird at you and say, Fuck you! And good riddance! Yay! That was an unusual time. So just stop and think for a moment. How hated did you have to be for that to occur? How bad of a choice did the Navy make by continuing to promote that kind of leadership? I think that if you went back and asked Paula Coughlin who blew the whistle uh, on the tailhook affair and others, that you would still find that the Navy, even today, has not changed its ways. The Navy and the services in general, but the Navy still has sexual abuse and sexual harassment to the same extent it's had for the last 10 years. The Navy hasn't done a goddamn thing to fix rape, sodomy, sexual harassment of females and of others. And now that it's okay to be a homosexual in the Navy, it wasn't during my time. In my time, if you were a homosexual in the Navy, it was a court-martial offense, and they kicked you out. Uh, things have really changed, but the one thing that hasn't changed is that our top brass leadership from the Chief of Naval Operations and the Secretary of Defense all the way down still hasn't done a goddamn thing to truly fix the situation about choosing the best leaders, leaders who emulate the very best qualities of Navy and leadership and caring for the people who serve under you. And until that day occurs, that we have great leaders who care about their crew, can still discipline their crew, but care about them and can nurture their crew, we're not going to have a great Navy. It's better than it was when I was in, but we're still not going to have a great Navy. Now, the Navy recently promoted a um, female commander to captain of an aircraft carrier and from everything I've read, she's a terrific person. She was the XO of the aircraft carrier, and then they fleeted her up to Skipper. And she, from everything that I have read, and they've done a video on her, is exactly what the Navy needs. 
She emulates everything that's good about Navy leadership, being a great skipper, caring, and knowing her job. And that is the kind of people that we need in the Navy, not the old-time Captain Tuttles and Melvin Munsingers of the world or Captain Couriers of the world. They were all bad, bad leaders and did bad things. I just mentioned Captain Courier. He was a submarine commander of Kings Bay Naval Base in Georgia. He stole over 16 IBM Selectric three typewriters and uh, converted them to his own use, gave them to friends, and he was arrested by the Naval Investigative Service in uh, early 1980, flown to see Hyman Rickover, and basically censured, told to sit at a desk with his hands folded for six months, this was all prior to Tailhook. Now, if it had been after Tailhook, he would have gone to Leavenworth for stealing government property. But there are many, many Navy skippers that are still very bad people. And how they're getting into leadership positions, I don't know. But if you go and review all of the videotapes and the podcast about Fat Leonard and Leonard Francis uh, out in... Asian Pacific waters and how they committed bribery, uh, espionage, treason, uh, taking gifts, gifts and gratuities, uh, uh, quid pro quos. Um, over 350 officers and enlisted, senior enlisted people have been charged with crimes because of being bad, being bad officers, taking bribes, etc., cheating on their wives, having prostitutes and hookers, all in order so that Leonard Francis could get what he wanted, which was lots and lots of money and unquestioned invoices paid, which lined his pockets in the hundreds of millions of dollars. And even today, not all of the Navy officers and enlisted have been prosecuted that should be in that particular Fat Leonard scandal. So if you haven't read about Fat Leonard, you really need to do, do so, and you also really need to listen to the podcast that's on uh, Apple about Fat Leonard. My podcast that I'm doing, Robert Nauer Unfiltered, is much like what that particular podcaster did. Uh, he was focused specifically on 11 episodes about Leonard Francis. I'm going to, in my podcast about the Navy and military service, uh, go into much deeper, much greater depth about all aspects of the military and uh, contracting life in the, in the government and in the Navy. And that's why I call it Robert Nauer Unfiltered, because... I don't pull any punches. As one doctor once told me, who was a doctor of education at uh, U.S. Army Reserve component that I worked for, he said, well, I know one thing about Robert Nauer. He doesn't take shit off nobody, and he doesn't suffer fools very well. And I don't. And that's why I'm calling it Robert Nauer Unfiltered. And with that... I'm going to say Bob out for today.